Hey everyone, welcome back to Ministry Misfits. Today it is just myself here at Studio and Home, but we do have a, a special guest back in with us today. Uh, coming out of Thanksgiving, it'll be a lot, lot to be thankful for, but unfortunately a lot of dreams got shared, I think, as well. So we're just prayers for Andrew as he's not feeling so well, uh, but we wanted to continue what we have going on. And also for this month of November, we have not only Giving Tuesday, specifically as this episode releases today, but we've got Giving Month that we're participating in as well. So for any new Patreon members or anybody that gives through our Cash App app, uh, all that money will go to Tikva for this month. Again, that's one of the local nonprofits here around us in the area in Canton that work with our kids here in the city. It's a great organization. So you can participate by going to patreon.com forward slash ministry misfits or through cash app with the money symbol ministry misfits if you'd like to join and participate. Also new for this month, we've got something kind of fun and exciting called our giving bean coffee and tea. So we've got some different coffee beans, coffee grounds, cocoa, tea, even cake cups and cookies uh, through the Giving Bean website. So each purchase you receive, we get back actually 25% of our purchase. So if you go to our website, ministrymisfits.com, check out the affiliate link there and see how you can shop and save. So kind of a great gift item for the holidays here. But today we are bringing back one of our special guests, also associated with Tikva, we have Rob Elder, also known as Real Talk Rob. What's happening, Rob? What's up, bro? How are you? <clears throat> doing well, doing well. I see you're rocking the Eagles gear. So, yeah, we play tonight. We play tonight. So, <clears throat> big game, big game. I feel like every week's a big game. We've been struggling the last couple weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. Hopefully, we can. Uh, make Aaron Rodgers have a bad night. <laughs> well, for those of you that don't know or haven't listened to some of our previous episodes, Rob's been on here. I think this is his third time now or maybe a couple uh, second, previous. My second. Second, my second time? time? Okay. Yeah, I did the uh, the live fantasy draft. That was my yeah, first we, episode. And <laughs> we did the Here Comes the Misfits single. That was also done by Rob here himself. Uh, Rob also works at Tikva. So again, any of the proceeds from this month do get to help the work that Rob is doing there with the kids. Uh, and tell our listeners, what what grade level are you specifically working with this year, Rob? Um, I am with first through third grade. So I have the littles. So what's a typical afternoon look like at Tikva, just to kind of get into that again real quick? Well, specifically with my group, it's organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they're just young and full of energy. We have a set schedule. Usually they, they all range and vary. Um, the first kid comes at 3.30 and the last kid gets there about 4.30. Um, we do what we call a circle where <clears throat> we go over Tikva expectations. We go over Tikva affirmations. We go over... Um, 
the safekeeper agreement, um, which is, uh, it's, uh, basically something that we recite every day. I say the first line, they repeat it. So, um, it's, it's, it's just a good way to kind of refresh their already um, hyped up mentalities of, okay, these are the expectations at Tikva, you know, be kind, be respectful, be responsible. Um, you know, the affirmations, you know, we say things like, I am a child of God. I walk in my purpose every day. I am good soil and bear good fruit. Um, I persevere through trials. I change the world with the words I speak. I am a safekeeper at Tikva. We are hands of hope in our homes, in our schools, and in our communities. Um, those are our affirmations. And then um, the safekeeper agreement is like, I will have gentle hands and feet. I will be kind. I will be, you know, things like that. And then after that, um, we have go time, which is kind of like a recess. And then depending on the day, we have an activity we have an activity based on the day. So Mondays um, is what we call leader in me, where we are teaching them how to become leaders um, within themselves, teaching them how to lead well, lead themselves well, and how to lead others well. Um, Tuesdays, uh, we just started going swimming at the Y. So we'll do that until Christmas break. Um, but before that, we had DET, and then Wednesdays we have counseling, and now on Thursdays is DET, but it was enrichment. And basically, we've been having like a theme for all of it. So, like, we went through um, Noah's Ark, we went through Joseph, um, and so basically, we try to line up Leader and Me, DET, and enrichment all with the Bible story that we're reading. Um, DET, for those of you who don't know, it's double-edged sword time where we just really break down a Bible story and talk about it. Uh, and then after that is dinner. Then after dinner is thrive time, which is our homework time. Um, they do 20 minutes of Lexia and 20 minutes of homework and or a bin that has been created for them. Um, and then after that, uh, we do a closing circle and then they go home. Well, that's great. I appreciate you sharing that. And again, if anyone would like to participate, all the proceeds if through Patreon and any cash app donations this month will go directly to Tikva. Uh, it's a great organization and truly people being the hands and feet of Jesus, of showing them who God is and who their image is as a child of God, but also meet, meeting their physical needs there too, providing food for them. There's a Christmas drive coming up as well. And then also helping with different things like homework too. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking kind of a little bit about that and coming off the Thanksgiving season here, a lot to be thankful for. And a lot of times go around the table saying, hey, I'm thankful for this, this and this. And it's typically things that we have, either tangibles or sometimes family around us. But specifically today, we're going to be talking about the idea of God being the God of our basic needs. Um, but also the God of miracles as well. So, Rob, for you, when when you hear the God of my basic needs, what, what does that mean for you? Yeah, so <clears throat> um, we were in huddle 
one night. Um, Huddle is our small group uh, for Third Street. Um, Brandon and, and his wife are currently helping co-lead that. Um, we were in Huddle one night, and we were talking about um, miracles and believing God for, you know, huge things, which a lot of times people do. Um, it's like, oh, God, I... I I, this is small. I'll, I'll take care of it in and of myself. And I'll only rely on you for the big stuff. Um, but I, I had shared that I believe that we serve a God of the basics as well. And Andrew loved it. And he was like, bro, that's, that needs to be a shirt. And, and it's just so true. Um, but I was reminded of, God of the basics because of Daniel three. Um, now, even though it was a miracle, you know, that Jesus was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, but their attitude was, but even if he doesn't and sorry, bear with me. I'm not, I'm a little under the weather myself. Um, but yeah, th- this mindset of, but even if he doesn't, and what that kind of spoke to me was, yes, we know God can pull this miracle off and save us. But even if he doesn't, I'm not going to serve anybody but him because they understood their basic needs. They understood that God is taking care of them up to that point that even if they died in that fire, they were good. Um, so when I hear God of the basics, it kind of, it kind of humbles me and it kind of, um, how do I say it kind of puts into perspective for me, um, that we serve a God that will provide all of our needs and it puts into perspective how to have an attitude of gratitude um, because, you know, our basic needs are really all we need. Everything else is a luxury. And I, lo- I love the way you said that. And um, really what it boils down to at the end of the day is God's will instead of our own. Um, we see how, how to pray in the Lord's prayer for us of your will be done as, on earth that is as in heaven. Um, so it's not our will that we're praying for, but God's. And we see that he does, he is a good father and does want to look out for us, um, even for our physical needs as well. But also the challenging part in that too is we might be able to say that to ourselves or even pray that directly to God. But sometimes we run into the challenge of, all right, we have a family member on a deathbed or a loved one that is struggling struggling with an illness where somebody's not been able to pay the bills and to just tell them well like it, it's hard to say what what do i pray because yeah, you you believe in the god of miracles we believe in the god of miracles that can overcome and make them well again but also in the back of our mind it's yeah it's god's will and there there can still be good in that too yep um real quick uh, I'm not technologically savvy. 
and I didn't know how to make certain things stop happening. So if you guys a little buzzing, it's all my fantasy football notifications coming in telling me what's going on. So I don't know if you can hear that, Brandon, or not. And I apologize if it's annoying. <laughs> no, no, you're good. And for everybody that wants to know, Rob is also in our fantasy league. I know that's probably not the one he's checking right now, but that is one of the leagues that he is in. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I was hoping that it, I, I have the s sound off at least. So it's not loud coming in, but I didn't know how to shut it off completely. Um, but yeah, um, before I forget that it is true. Um, you know, you don't want to put God in a box um, and say he can only do this. Um, but at the same time, you got to understand that. <clears throat> you got to understand that he created the box. <laughs> so regardless of what the box looks like, um, you can't put him in the box because he made the box and he can do with it as he wants. and. And, you know, we see in scripture a lot, you know, us being compared to birds. Like, I don't know about you, but every time I see a bird, it's doing what it was designed to do. Fly, land, look for food. And it says that, you know, if the birds don't worry about where their next meal is or whatever, like how much more does your heavenly father care about you? And I've never seen a bird in an airplane. So, you know, there's days I'm sure they get tired of flying, but they still do what they do to, <laughs> to get their basic needs. It's not like they're trying to get an airplane because they, they don't feel like flying that day. And I think a lot of times with God, that's what we do. And we're like, God, we need this, that, and the third, instead of realizing like, Everything you have for today, you already got. Like you have all you need. He 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 has you. You know, he has you right where he wants you, and he and he's gonna provide your basic needs for you. And um, you know, and and that's everything else. Like I said, everything else is a luxury. It's a blessing. It's a, it's a it is a you know miracle. Um, so yeah, it's for me. I'm, and that's another thing that I'm humbled by is like, uh, you know, being compared to a bird. <laughs> like that humbles me. Like. Why am I stressed out about this thing? I don't see a bird tripping out about where it's going to get food or whatever. So <clears throat> I'm reminded by that as well. Yeah. And even more, more value than a bird. So not even being compared to, but like how much more worth there is to worth to God that your life is than uh, a bird. So that verse yeah. is coming out of Luke 12, 24 says, consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. How much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do a small thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very powerful. And like you said, we, we look around at animals or just even birds out there and they're doing their thing. They're going to even here in Ohio when it's three feet of snow outside and like. They're finding ways to stay warm, ways to eat. Um, God looks after them. So how much more will he take care of us too? So Rob, you, you've shared a little bit about your story before, um, but for yourself growing up, like 
I think you, you've shared with me personally, sometimes the basics maybe in your in your mind or what we see from a worldview turned into more so necessities or excess of, all right, God will give me a Porsche, the nicest car, uh, nicest house, all this stuff because I've asked and prayed. So from your upbringing, like where, where do you feel like everything kind of was taught for you? Um, it was, it was tough a little because, um, growing up was rough. Mother, mother was on drugs. Stepdad was always working. So, um, there wasn't very much food in the house. Um, I remember, I remember a lot of struggle meals, um, and I was newly saved and, you know, hearing about a God that can do this, that, and the third. And so I was stuck between my reality and trying to believe in a God that could do the impossible. Um, and so it was, it was tough. It was, it was a tough, it was hard for me to balance at times because when things didn't go my way, I felt like God didn't exist. I'm like, well, like, why didn't he, why didn't he do that? Like I wanted McDonald's today and here I am eating, you know, daggone flaming hot Cheetos on a tortilla wrap. So like, <laughs> like I wanted McDonald's guy. Why did you show up today? Um, but at the same time, looking back on those times, like it wasn't, um, and I know we've talked about this in huddle as well. Like, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the people of God were eating manna every day. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. That's a miracle. Manna was falling from the sky type deal. But, like, they probably got tired of it. Like, I don't want manna again. Like, I done had manna 20 different ways, and I don't, I don't want it no more. And that's kind of how it was for me. Like, you know, I got tired of having, having struggle meals, not always having enough, not, um, not having, you know, the nicest clothes or whatever, nicest shoes when, when I was in high school type of deal. Um, it just kind of, it kind of forced my hand to like grow up quicker than, than most, most kids have to. Um, I remember getting jobs pretty early on so that I could have somewhat decent clothes and, and, and shoes and whatnot. Um, that's something me and you have in common is we love shoes. So mm. like I had, when I was, when I was 18. 18, 19 years old, I had a, I had, let's just say I had way more shoes than I needed. Um, and, you know, look at like thinking about me, it was like, look what I did, but I'm like, no, God provided all those opportunities for me to make money. God looked out for me in ways. And so that was hard for me to balance as well as like, like, no, I just worked that 10 hour shift. Why does God get the credit? <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, I, yeah, I, I struggled with that. I struggled with that a lot of like, like not, but I was just naive. I was ignorant to understand. Like, I guess my perspective of God back then was he was only the God of miracles. Everything else was what I did. Mm.
gotten older, I've realized like, no, he provides, he provides a way for me every day. Um, so yeah, it was, it was tough. It, it, it was, it was tough. Like I said, it was hard. I was the oldest, I was the oldest of four, um, in the house at the time. And, um, I felt like I needed to provide for them because like I said, my stepdad was always working and my mom, she was out doing her thing. Um, so yeah, it was tough, but it, it was good. It was good. Like looking back on it, like I'm, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Like when you're in it, of course, of course you're not going to like it. Of course you're not going to feel like you're going to learn from it. But, um, many a talk that we've had, like looking back on situations, just like, Dang, God was looking out for me the whole time. Like he was really there with me the whole time. So yeah, yeah. sometimes it's easier to see from the rear view mirror versus uh the driver's seat a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. And for would you sure. say that your situation changed or your uh perspective of God had changed? Um when I when I made the switch to realizing that he was there with me. Correct. Is that is that what you're asking? Okay. Yeah. Um, my perspective, um, my situation, my situation didn't change. Um, even to this day, um, God is, you know, God is the God of basics. Like I'm not living in a luxurious mansion, driving a Bentley, although my IG being hacked says otherwise. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is not my car. Uh, but yeah, like. I'm just realizing that God is every day providing my necessary needs. And um, those are the things that I'm truly thankful and grateful for. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with it is um, my perspective, because I can always look at the struggle and see the struggle. That's why I love that one quote. I forget who said it, but they said, you know, the struggle is real, but so is Mhm. So, yeah, the struggle is real. There's a lot of people struggling out here, but God is real too, and God is always bigger than your struggles. And um, I guarantee, if people just take a step back and look at their situation, um, if people just take a step back and look at their situation, they would see a little bit of God in everything. Because um, the thing that I'm realizing is, I can't do it in and of myself every day. Um, so yeah, my, definitely my perspective. <clears throat> yeah. So let, let's even take it a, a step back further into what some of the basics are, because as we've talked about, there's, there's verses about, um, God will provide abundance or, um, just providing different things. And so, like we said, a lot of times people think it's money, it's a house, it's clothing, whatever that is in excess. Um, so kind of giving into those basic needs. A lot of what we see as far as like the abundance or God providing a lot of stuff, especially through the Holy Spirit being our helper, is typically the fruits of the Spirit. Um, mm -hmm. And one of those big things is through like rest and peace that one, we know who our creator is, the Imago Dei, we're made in God's image. So there's a lot of peace and security in that. Mm -hmm. um, if we know who our father is, and who our maker is, then we're not as searching as much to find kind of our own image or identity kind of first and foremost. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one of the basics that are provided. But sometimes that's not as tangible. Like, like we said, we still got to eat every day. There's just basic needs that we have. And 
I think one of the beautiful things that we see with Jesus here on earth was he did meet people's physical needs as well as their, um, as their prayers too. Yeah. I mean, we have Jesus feeding the 5,000 of all those people who were following him for a long time throughout that day. And most would have been very hungry. So for Jesus to see and realize that, um, that we also see the miracle at the same time of taking the five loaves and the two fish and having that be able to feed all those people. So not only does he perform a miracle, but also meets their physical needs. Um, again, he just doesn't leave them hungry. Or we see uh, with the Good Samaritan about even, even him kind of going out of his way to pay for the bill and just kind of go above and beyond. And I think that's really what Jesus calls us to is sometimes be the hands and feet again through his will and purpose, but that not only will God provide some of those fruits of the spirit, but he'll also take care of us in the physical sense as well. Right. Yeah. So for yourself, how, how has, um, you've talked a little bit about how God has provided as, as far as some of those physical needs. How do you feel like God has uh, stepped in spiritually to maybe fill you up in certain areas where you, you just couldn't hold your own strength anymore and you truly had to rely on God? Yeah. Um, I'm learning this more and more um, the longer that I'm, I'm on this journey is <clears throat> a lot, <clears throat> a lot of the time it's in my quiet time. Um, my quiet time is where I find myself the most vulnerable when I'm the most real with God, um, where I'm just crying out, you know, literally sometimes. And, you know, it's crazy. Like, I've heard, you know, I've I've been through a lot of my life and, and I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I, I have heard you are the strongest person I know. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, bruh, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> in and of myself, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm strong because I'm strong because as I self-reflect, I know where I'm weak, you know, and that scripture that says, that scripture that talks about, um, where I am weak, you are made strong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm strong because <laughs> when I'm at my weakest, I know who to lean to. Um, and that's, <clears throat> I'm not perfect at it. Sometimes I try to figure things out and do stuff in and of myself to try to figure it out. And I'm like, dummy, you should have leaned into God. Like you, you should have, you should have just pressed pressed into God in that moment instead of just trying to figure it out. Um, but like I said, we all learn, we all grow. And that's kind of where I'm at with that is, is, um, I'm realizing it's in my quiet time that I'm, 
it's like, I feel like I'm being built up every day, um, stronger and stronger, putting on that, um, putting on the whole armor of God. Um, cause I think, I think, and I'm sorry if anybody gets offended when I say this, but I think there's a lot of people, including myself that wake up some days and say, ah, I don't need the helmet today. <laughs> I don't need the sword today. I'm going to leave that home. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the belt today. Like, I got this. I'll figure it out. Um, but that's just ignorance and arrogance on my part. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that do that and stuff happens and then they blame God. Like, where was God in that? Well, you didn't put on the whole army. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. be mad at God that you stepped the door going to war naked. <laughs> that was on you, <laughs> you know. And I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't take accountability for their own actions sometimes, and you know they're quick to blame God because it's it's the easy scapegoat. But um, the days I struggle the most are the days that I know that I didn't spend time with Him. Yeah, that's, that's good that you take some accountability with that of sometimes God's the easiest one to be angry at, and he can definitely take that um, and is that their person to be there for us, but ultimately he's there to um, to help us, especially, yeah. like I said, when we have the Holy Spirit with us. Um, we, we see in Psalm 46, as God is called our fortress, He's our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And so I like what you said about the, the armor of God, putting that on daily, daily commitment. Of, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but a lot of the spiritual battles out there, and there's a lot of stuff that will just keep picking at you and messing with you and testing your faith, testing your patience, testing that peace that God provides. Um, and if we don't truly fill up through God, then a lot of the times we don't, we come up empty or come up short for ourselves. Yeah. So we're going to take a, a quick break and hop back in in the second half and talk about some more of the miracles here. We'll be right back. Season two of the Ministry Misfits podcast and our awesome theme song are brought to you by Laird Creative Agency. In our social media world, the next connection is always one click or scroll away and your business has to be ready when they find you. That's why Laird Creative is always looking for ways to step your brand up. Whether you're looking to overhaul your brand one time with a new website or want to save money by outsourcing your graphic and media content, Laird Creative Agency is here to help. Laird Creative's mission is to take the difficulty out of the creative process. With Laird Creative, you'll find a dedicated team of artists ready to tackle any creative need that your business has, big or small. If you're looking for an easier way to share the vision of your organization through thoughtful branding and creative content, find them at LairdCreativeAgency.com to get started. Mention the Ministry Misfits podcast and get a free consultation call. Laird Creative, step your brand up.
we're back. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today it's just myself in studio, but we've got Real Talk Rob, aka Rob Elder, here with us today as we're talking about the God of our basics. And we heard a little bit about Rob's story. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit further here in the second half. So we talked about some of the basics and how God provides for not only our physical needs, but our spiritual needs as well. And it's really our true source there. But Rob, towards the beginning of your story, you, you talked about how you saw God as a miracle maker and really looked for him to provide miracles in, in certain aspects. So what were some of those miracles that you prayed for? Um, yeah, we'll just start there. Well, yeah, what were some of the miracles you prayed for growing up? Um, <clears throat> well, when I was old enough to realize it, um, my life in general is a miracle. Um, like I said last time on the podcast, I was born with spina bifida, and I wasn't supposed to live, walk, play sports, drive, live past 18 um, and I've, through the grace of God, I've accomplished all those things. Um, and when I was born, the doctor literally told my mom, he's not going to make it through the night. So just leave him here. Um, and my mom said, no, do everything in your power to help him live. And so they performed a surgery. I lived past the surgery. Then they tried to hit me with all these, um, roadblocks. Oh, well, okay. He made it past the surgery. Well, he'll never walk. When I walked, oh, he'll never play sports. And then I played sports. Oh, he'll never drive. Then I drove. Um, he won't make it past 18 and, uh, I'll be 35 at the end of December. So, um, you know, I'm very grateful for that, but <clears throat> I didn't comprehend that until probably my teenage years. Um, but like I shared last time as well, I lived in 17 different homes from the time I was 15 till I was 25. And um, all along the while, um, God never let me go hungry. He never let me go homeless. He never let me go um, without. And uh, so I know he pulled um, not only my basic needs, but he pulled he pulled some stuff out the sky um, literally for me. And it just came out of left field. and. Uh, God knew what he was doing, even though I, <clears throat> I sometimes didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, I remember something that just came to mind when I was in college. Um, I had to pay a certain amount every semester for my semester. And um, if you want to pull it up, you can. Um, Luke 631. And... Uh, it was cool because I was a certain amount short and I get a text out of nowhere um, from somebody on campus and they said, go, go, um, go check your mailbox. And I was like, who is this? I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, They're like, trust me, just go check your mailbox. And it was an envelope and it had Luke 631 on it. And um, mm. it was the exact amount. <laughs> crazy i was like i didn't even tell nobody like how they know yeah. that i was this amount short so but I'm god texting, saw you yeah i'm texting the number and i'm like 
oh my gosh, whoever this is, thank you. God bless you. Who is this? I want to thank you personally. They said, no, I'd rather be anonymous. But remember Luke 631. Uh, and, and uh, you know, basically pass it forward, you know, keep it going, you know, do unto others as you want it done to you. And I've always remembered that because, you know, God's looked out for me multiple times in ways that I can't explain. And so I always make sure, you know, whenever I can, you know, to be a blessing, um, whether, whether it be my time, talent or treasure. So, um, that was a cool moment for me. Um, learning how to drive, uh, that was all prayer. <laughs> um, I wish I could show the analogy, but the lady that I was practicing she was helping me with maneuverability. And she said, if you feel like you messed up, just ask them if you can start over. Most people don't realize that you can start over. And I said, okay, well, every time I started mm -hmm. over, I drove back to the beginning. Well, I turned to Sharp and I asked her, can I start over? And she said, yes. So I went to start to go. So I'm already away from the cones and she starts yelling, no, 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 no. You got to start over from where you are right now. <laughs> and I'm like, what the oh. heck? And so, like, by the grace of God, I took a second and I prayed. And I somehow, from parallel to the cone, reversed back up in there and snuggled my way back and passed my driver's test first try. You didn't sing Jesus Take the Wheel, did you? No, I didn't get that corny. but. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that was a that was to me that was a miracle for sure. Cause I'm I'm thinking, all right, you said I could start over, so I'm driving back to the beginning. Like that's what I'm doing. And yeah, she yelled and scared me. Um, but you know that that was a for sure miracle. Um, you know, other times when I was financially tight, God showed up after I prayed. Um, I remember. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes miracles are just that miracles, but sometimes miracles happen because you are doing, doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I was, um, about $600 short for my missions trip in 2009. And, uh, it was crazy. Cause I, I had started rapping with my buddy and <clears throat> I was going to this church at the time and the son of the church um, heard me rapping and he was just like, hey, why don't you just come to the studio and we can lay down some tracks. And, um, you know, we did it and I was able to sell that EP um, for $3 each and um, I was able to make the money and still to this day, I'll see random people from that church and they're like, hey, I'm still listening to your CD <laughs> all these years later. And it's like really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I was able to go to the Dominican and, and do what God had for me to do down there. And, and um, you know, so sometimes it takes a little bit of work, um, you know, to, to see your miracle or your breakthrough. I, I love that meme. I don't know if, if you've seen it, Brandon, or if, or if, uh, anybody listening has seen it where it's two guys mining. Yep. 
And they and, get in the <laughs> Yeah, and the dude, the one dude, he's going at it like crazy, you know, excited to get to his breakthrough. And the other dude is like this close to his breakthrough. And he looks defeated and he has the pickaxe over his shoulder and he's walking away. So I'm reminded about that all the time of like, just keep going. It's hard right now, but just keep going. You know, you're so close. God's got you. Like, it's just those daily reminders, you know, that you got to tell yourself. Um, you know, we love sports around here. And, you know, <clears throat> tough L we took yesterday. But it's just one of those things that, like, these guys get out there on the field or they get out there on the court. Like, we don't – we just see them play their sport with ease. And we're like, oh, my gosh, look at that God-given ability or talent. But we don't see, you know, the the behind the scenes. You know, mm -hmm. I, I read uh, Kobe's book, um, the, the Mama Mentality one. And, you know, he would put up a thousand shots a day. Like, he, he I, I was listening to a podcast today and um, dude was saying, he's like, he's like, we'd be at we'd be lifting weights at four in the morning and we'd go hard every day. And, um, when we get done lifting weights, I could barely lift my arms. And Kobe said, all right, it's time to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, dude, I can't even move my arms. And, uh, he was like, that's the mama mentality. He was like, Kobe was a one of one. He was like, I get annoyed when people say that they have a mama mentality because not nobody's like Kobe. Like nobody, nobody has that drive. But it is that, it is that motivation that you have to have. You you have to ask yourself, what is motivating me? You know, and if it's materialistic things, if it's um, all these miracles that you're hoping for, like you're gonna be hurt every time. But if it's God then it's going to work, you know, every time. And, you know, like I said, we don't see the behind the scenes with these athletes, but they're putting in the time, they're putting in the effort, they're putting in the, you know, all the hard work that it takes and, you know, to earn their success. Not saying that we have to earn our blessings, but there is, um, there is a simple concept of, you know, we are saved by grace through faith, we aren't mm -hmm. saved by doing good works just because you're a good person. That doesn't mean that you're going to go to heaven. Um, but once you're saved, good works should follow. Um, yeah, we see that a lot in James. Yeah. So that's that idea of, hey, sometimes you got to put, put your hand to the plow. Um, you said it earlier, you got to be the hands and feet of Jesus. You know, that doesn't mean you just, you know, go get a manicure and pedicure and say, I got hands and feet of Jesus. No, like that means, you know, going hard in the paint sometimes like, you know, you're going to get your hands dirty. <laughs> you know, you're going to you're going to get muddy. You're going to get, you know, you might stub your toe, whatever the case. But it's tough sometimes. But <clears throat> the reward is so much, so much greater. I mean, Jesus had to die on a cross. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> and before that, he had to carry his cross. <laughs> so how many ever miles yeah. it was, he put in the work to die on something that he didn't have to, you know? Yeah, that's the ultimate miracle of God's son being raised from the dead and you know, paying that ultimate sacrifice for itself. Like that should really be what motivates us each day, like you were saying. 
Um, and I also love what you talked about too, of for some of your miracles that you felt like God provided, the first of which it was just between you and God. Nobody else really knew, but God still saw you and heard and provided. And then one of your other ones, you were in community with it as well, praying with people in your church and the community also stepped in um, and provided a resource too. So I like how there's kind of those two different areas where sometimes it's just yourself and God and he will move without you needing to. And other times it's us being in community with our fellow uh, brothers and sisters uh, to kind of step step alongside of us and provide. And that's what us as believers are called into too on that flip side of how, how again, being the, the feet of Jesus, how do we step in and be um, a vessel for him uh, and make those, let him, his will be glorified through us. Mm-hmm. I think for myself growing up, I even kind of have maybe a similar story a little bit. We didn't have a ton. Uh, and I remember there was one time I was with my mom and she was just praying that we could have some extra money for me and her to go out and get some food from Burger King. And so she was praying about it. We like prayed about it in the car and like all day she was kind of going around looking, looking for money uh, to see if there's anything that we could get extra. And we get home and on our front door is an envelope taped there with $40 in it. And so it's those small stuff like that, where the same God that died on the cross for us is the same one that, pays for our semester of college and steps in, pays for that fast food meal, um, helps get you through the day, pro- provides whatever that is, which is just incredible that yeah. you be able to go to such extremes for us. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, along with a little bit of the work, it's also, it's also a heart posture. Um, and what I mean by that is like, um, you know, we're, we're talking about this at third street right now, you know, we're, we're, we were in a, a series called 100 and how, um, God deserves a hundred percent of everything, our time, talents, and treasures. And, um, you know, the lady that gave, you know, whatever that value was, it was like, I'll just say a penny. Um, yeah, like her last turn, basically. Yeah, like God was geeked over that. Like he was like, "Oh yes, she gave me, she gave me all she had. She she gave with, <clears throat> you know, a right heart posture." Um, and then we see, you know, with the two brothers, Cain and Abel. Um, Bible scholars don't kill me for this, but I forget which brother it was that gave from his abundance and the other one gave with the right heart and God denied one um, offering and accepted the other because of the heart behind it. Um, A lot of times it's easy to um, give from, from our abundance and uh, we're stingy. Uh, We're stingy when we don't have a lot. And so, um, Somebody else is like, oh, Brandon, what's 40 bucks, bro? Like, 
I got 40 bucks for days. Like, but to y'all, that 40 bucks was Burger King, baby. Let's yeah. go. I'm about to go <laughs> give you some Burger King, bro. And, and like, <laughs> the same way that y'all were excited for that is the same way that God was excited when the lady gave the penny. Um, and I think sometimes when we want God to be a miracle working God of the basics, um, we have to first posture our hearts and understand that, um, you know, you got to do it for the right motivation and, and with the right heart. Um, and I think that's truly when God sees it and blesses it. Like if you're believing for a new, um, a new car, you know, top of the line car, just so you can flex on Instagram, you know, God might, God might be like, not today, bro. You know what I'm saying? But if you're believing for a car that's just going to get you to point A to point B, God sees your heart and he's like, Hey, my son, my daughter needs this. I'm a, I'm, I'm a show up and I'm a show up today. Um, I think, I think God, God recognizes that more so than if you just want to, you know, stunt on people or flex on people. Um, you know, and we see that in the church, unfortunately, it's like, Oh, look at God. He just did this. He just did that. And it's like, you're just doing it to show it. You're not, you're not, you know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I just think, I yeah. just think, I just think your, your, your heart posture goes a long way with, um, with everything that we had talked about, because I, I, I do think it is about understanding and having an attitude of gratitude. Um, and I think <clears throat> understanding that God is a God of the basics um, helps you. Like I said earlier, it helps you, it humbles you, and it puts you in a place to um, to be fully relying on him. And I'll never forget it. Uh, Corey, Pastor Corey told, told me one time, I said, uh, you know, it's been hard, but I'm trusting and believing God. Um, and he said, that's the best place to be. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. And I think a lot of times too, we'll, or other people might walk past some of those things that we just talked about for ourselves. We could see God stepping in as miracles because one, we prayed about it or someone else did in our behalf. And then he answered. But a lot of times we could go throughout life and just say, like we said before, oh, I did that, or oh, wasn't that a cool coincidence that that happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really our heart posture on it and what our focus is on on a daily basis, too. Uh, one verse that comes to mind for me is in Colossians 3, set your mind on things above, not on earthly, thing, or on earthly things, where you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Like you said, if we're focused on our own mission or trying to get things done each day, we can miss those little things that God is providing for us um, and just take it for granted a lot of times of, okay, I got food today. My fridge is stocked. And just like you said, oh, I worked for that. I was able to go out to the store. I was able to provide that. 
And I think we saw a lot of that during COVID too, with a lot of people being shut in. Of we, we took for granted a lot of our relationships that we had um, for something to physically kind of step in and create a separation and barrier. Um, it really was a reset for a lot of people to say, like, where's my strength come from? Where, who is my true provider? Because anything that I might have tried to physically complete on my own can't be done. And and obviously technology helps things a little bit, but um, God truly has to be our, our true source. Otherwise, we'll come up empty. Um, and I feel like a lot of people felt a lot of that emptiness during that time. For sure. Yeah, I know I did. Um, that was it was tough. Um, it was easy to be alone. It was easy to think about everything that God didn't do. Um, it was easy to think, why didn't God show up during this whole thing and, and <clears throat> send it back to hell where it belongs? Um, and it was, it was easy to get mad, but I, I've also talked with people that was like, man, like, I've never been closer to God. Like I intentionally took every day to get closer to God because I had nothing else to do, you know? And yeah. uh, I wasn't one of those people, if I'm being honest. Um, but <clears throat> I'm realizing why your quiet time on a daily basis is so vital um, because it helps you. Um, there's a million different uh, voices um, we just talked this past week in huddle about, um, in our little I am series, we talked about God being, um, what you say? I am the good, I am the, the good shepherd and I am the door. Um, you know, the, the interesting, th the interesting thing that stuck out to me was like a sheep only listens to the shepherd. It, it doesn't go where a stranger's voice is and i think during covid um it was easy and susceptible to you know it still is today but during that time specifically it was easy to listen to a bunch of different voices and not not pay attention to the shepherd's voice yeah absolutely um can my can my last question here for you as we close out is we see Jesus with his time on earth here kind of change his uh, let's say methodology maybe of when he performs miracles of what he kind of tells a person to do kind of mm -hmm. towards the beginning he was keeping it more secretive uh, and then towards the end or just kind of people's natural the group mentality hey I'm gonna tell all these people what, what this guy named Jesus did at the miracle he did and yeah. kind of share everything there. Um, on both some of the past miracles that God has provided, or even just taking care of those basics, how, how do you share God's glory um, within that? Are you, are you one to tell people of God provided this or do you kind of keep it in to not be boastful? Um. Wow, that's a that's a great question. I never thought about that uh, before. Um, I think it. I think it depends. Again, it's not at the end of the day. It's not about circumstance. It's not about situation. Um, but I think there's times 
where when you pray about something and you get a word, that that word is just meant for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that you'll never talk about it or, um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, let it marinate, you know, let, let that marinate for a little bit. <clears throat> and when the time is right, you know, as long as you're in tune with the Father and, and, and you're listening to the Holy Spirit, he'll, he'll tell you it's time to reveal it. Um, but there's been times where, you know, we are a generation of, I got to get this tweet out. <laughs> I gotta hurry up and tell the masses, you know, what God did. Um, and I'm I'm guilty of that too. Not that it's a bad thing, because um you never know who's gonna see your timeline. Um mm-hmm. you know, you never know what <clears throat> your answered prayer can do for somebody else. So um I think I think it's a two-way it's a two-way thing. Um, I just think it's one of those things to sum it up. I think it's just one of those things that um, you just have to listen. And, you know, God is the God of the basics. God is the God of small stuff. And so God cares about what you reveal to the world too. So even taking time to pray about God, should I post this? Should I really say this? Um, you know, you, you. I know for me, the no's are always louder than the yeses. So mm-hmm. I know when I'm not supposed to do something more so than I know when I'm supposed to do something. Yeah. Um, mainly because <clears throat> I, I don't think the louds are as, I don't think the yeses are as loud because you tend to ne- need to use more faith because if God gave you a yes every time, you would just do it. Um but his no's are no. <laughs> like, I know when it's a no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think I just think it takes time. But, you know, and, and I would also say this. I have a lot of deep conversations with a lot of people on a regular basis. Um, and I do tend to share a lot of what God has done in my life during those times. Um, I would say that I share more that way <clears throat> intentionally than I do posting about it on social media. Yeah. I, I think that can be good. Sometimes it's just, you're following up with those people that you've intimately prayed with. Um, but also, yeah, like you said, it's God that we should be listening to. And sometimes other people can be deceptive, whether they intend to or be or not. If you're hearing that God's calling you to something, Somebody's like, yeah, but Rob, did you think about how you're going to get there, how you're going to pay for it, and all these other things? Then doubt starts creeping in your mind, but you're like, all right, God, did you actually tell me that or not? And so that whole accountability can be challenging sometimes listening uh, to the Father and where that uh, fine line is between boasting about ourselves and be boasting for God of what he's done. Um because for some people, if you're posting on your timeline or whatever, they, you, you are maybe their only interaction of who Christ might be or who Jesus, who this Jesus is to them. Um, yeah. 
they look over, all right, Rob posted this four posts ago, and now he's saying this about Jesus. And for a lot of us, sometimes it's like, all right, is my life lining up like that? And it can be um, sometimes a burden, but also a catch for ourselves too. Is, is my my lips mat- matching my actions or my my tweets matching my actions, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, person in person versus Sunday morning versus online. And that's tough um, because sin is there, as we know, but ultimately Christ is the one that is, is good. Um, and like we said, takes, provides our things even when we are not good. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'll, I'll end with this um, unless you have more questions, but no. uh, earlier this year, I posted this 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 post on Facebook, and I was just sharing my frustrations. Um, and <clears throat> one of my one of my good friends, um, she was a coworker of mine, and and she texted me. She said, "Rob, Facebook is not God. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop!" putting you know stop putting your frustrations on here because all you're gonna get um all you're gonna get is people's opinions and you just want she was like and honestly you just want self-gratification you want people to you want people to feel sorry for you you want people to say yeah you have a right to be mad um and that really hit home for me and now um I'm just now getting back on social media, but, um, you know, that really stuck with me because I want to use my social media for good. Um, I think, I think social media is a necessary evil. If you want to call it that, um, I want to use my platforms for good. Um, I, I want, I want to be a light wherever I'm at. Um, you know, five years ago, Ohio State loses to Michigan. I'm I'm almost cussing every other word on Facebook. Um, but yesterday, you know, Holy Spirit checked me and was like, you know, you can post it, but, you know, be mindful of what you're posting, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, I left out a lot of things that I wanted to say because um, I was frustrated in the moment. But, you know. I posted what I posted and and I felt good about it afterwards because I saw I saw growth in myself. Um I saw growth in myself. I'm like, dang, I would have ran my mouth super crazy um a couple years ago about that. But <laughs> you know, um I'm, I'm I'm learning, I'm growing every day, bro. And that's that's what I'm trying to get better at. You know, I'm trying to and I know that I will, and I know that I can, and I know that <clears throat> if, you know, if I'm listening to the voice and I'm hearing his voice, um, all the other voices get get quiet. And I remember uh, going back to Teakville real quick. We did a game in the summer um, with the kids, and it was about listening to the father's voice. And so... It's a cool concept. I, I really do recommend this for youth pastors or youth leaders um, for an icebreaker small group, um, especially when you are teaching on um, listening to the Father's voice. Um, 
basically what I did was, as I called a kid out and I said, Hey, I'm going to say five numbers. I need you to add them up in your head and give me the answer. But here's the trick. The rest of the group, they're all shouting out random numbers too. (laughs) (laughs) So the kid has to focus on my voice in order to complete the goal. And there was a kid, I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop, um, but there was a kid in my group. Yeah. Um, there was a kid in my group and he did it and he got it right. And he goes, Mr. Rob, that was easy. I said, <laughs> was it? He was like, yeah. He said, and, and it was, it was just awesome revelation to my heart. He said, <clears throat> he said, all I had to do was focus on you. He said, all I had to do was focus on you and listen to your voice. Mm. And <clears throat> that was good for me. I'm like, dang, that's powerful. Because like I said, and like you said, um, God tells you one thing and there's a million other voices telling you something very similar. Yes. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you can let one of those voices in. And, and like you said, doubt will come in. It'll creep in. It'll, 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 it'll mess you up. Um, so, yeah, listening to the Father, knowing his voice, um, because he is the good shepherd. Um, you know, I, I, that's something that I've been marinating on and meditating on this whole week since our huddle last weekend. Of, um, I, I don't want... I don't want to listen to a stranger's voice anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know, you know, my shepherd's voice and I want to follow him. Um, and so, you know, and like, like you said earlier, like knowing when to give glory to the father, like, you know, it's easy. It took me a while too, but I remember I just used to do shows all the time and then I get done and, you know, for a couple months, I just got, I got big headed because all the people coming up, oh, that was so good. That was so good. You're so good. You're so talented. You're so good. And I just, yeah, like, it got to my head. And, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, 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 it got to my head. And, and um, I remember I did a show with a well-known Christian rap artist. And, uh, you know, I just asked him, I said, I said, what's the biggest thing you've learned along your music journey? And he said, the most important thing is after a show, getting getting on my face before God and giving him the glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's well said. Well. Rob, thanks again for coming on. We appreciate you and uh, everything that you do. You should be up on our website if anybody wants to check out Rob's bio a little bit. But if anybody wants to follow you on social media or hear any of your beats or watch your YouTube channel, where can they find you at? Um, Facebook is Rob Elder. 
if you guys have my Instagram up on the website, I would take it down because it's hacked. Oh, that's right, you're hacked. <laughs> yeah, I would take that down. Um, honestly, at this stage of my life, I don't know if I'll make a new one, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of like the not feeling the urge to check it. Um, so Facebook is Rob Elder. Um, I don't have, I don't have, uh, a Twitter or anything like that. So Facebook would be your best bet, um, to reach out to me or, uh, I could even, if you guys want, uh, you guys can put my email in my bio if somebody wants to reach out that way. Um, and you know, we can, we can get in contact that way. Um, but yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I was looking forward to this. I was bummed out that <clears throat> I wasn't feeling good. Uh, I had went to the Maslin Hoping game Friday night, and it was dumb cold. And I uh, <laughs> woke up the next morning and just had some congestion stuff going on. And today was having you know a little bit of stomach issues. Um, but it was crazy, bro. Like. I forgot how crazy high school kids are. Like they were out there with like, they painted their bodies, no shirt, no nothing, bro. Like it, it was cold. Yeah. Then you uh, get to a point where you're like, common sense kicks in. You're like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, I, I remember being that crazy high school kid doing the same thing, but you know, so yeah. I did, I woke up with a little, little under the weather, but uh, you know, by God's grace, we got through this. Uh, but like I said, I appreciate y'all listening, tuning in. Um, appreciate you and Andrew having me on. Um, they they truly are my brothers. Um, it's, I, I'll shut up with this. Um, if if there's anyone out there <clears throat> listening and and you feel alone, um, community. Community is huge. Uh, it's it's gotten me through a ton of dark times um, because the enemy wants us alone. He wants you on a, a deserted island um, so that the only voice you hear is his. Mm. Um, so, you know, community is important. And I love Brandon and I love Andrew and I love everybody else in our huddle. Uh, so yeah, I just recommend anybody who feels alone, uh, reach out to someone. I guarantee you there's more people who care about you than you realize. And the devil wants you to feel like you're a loner. Nobody cares. You're a burden. Um, don't reach out. Um, but reach out. And, and uh, that's where I'll leave that. Community is everything. So I thank y'all again for having me on. I love y'all, man. And uh, I will see you guys soon. Yeah, very well said, Rob. I appreciate that. And again, if anybody would like to support the work that Rob is doing at TIFA, as he shared with the students there. So again, they work through uh, kindergarten through 12th grade. Basically, they're all everybody there in the city here of Canton. So any new Patreon members for this month. So again, patreon.com backslash ministry misfits. Um, your donation for the month of November will go directly to Tifa or any direct donations through Cash App at the money symbol ministry misfits also goes directly to Tifa for this month. 
Uh, and again, check out our merch shop that we have going on where you can check out some of our, uh, not only our Teak, but Tea, which again, proceeds go to them, but also some of our ministry misfits gear that we have. We've also got the new Giving Bean Coffee, where you can get some coffee grounds, some K-cups, some tea, some cookies. And again, 25% of the purchase goes back to Ministry Misfits here. So again, just visit our website, ministrymisfits.com, to learn more about how you can get some of that sent right to your doorstep. Um, but again, check out Rob, follow us, um, leave us a comment in, on our episode or on Facebook. Or now that we're also on Mastodon, check us out there too. Let us know your thoughts on how we can um, be supporting you or how God has stepped in to perform miracles in the basics. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. The Ministry Misfits podcast is a production of Ministry Misfit Media in association with Overwhelming Victory. Dr. Greg Linville and Andrew Fouts are our executive producers, and Brandon Simmons is associate producer. The Ministry Misfits theme song is written and produced by J.D. Laird and Laird Creative Agency. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at ministrymisfitmedia at gmail.com or by following at Ministry Misfit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also visit our website at www.ministrymisfits.com or through bio.link backslash ministrymisfits. If you would like to support Ministry Misfits, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com backslash ministrymisfits. 